Hello friends, thank you so much for tuning back in for a Mindful Months, a conscious podcast. I am your host, Brenda. If you haven't listened to us before, well, welcome. This is a space in which we are always talking about new topics and just different ways to different ways to dive into them, different ways to integrate them differently into our lives and really allow them to transform and help us expand and grow always. So here we are again with another interview, another guest. I'm super excited. This is dear, dear, dear friend of mine and new friend of mine too, recently, recently new. And she is just really incredible and has a lot to share within this idea of making big changes, taking ownership over her own life and setting fear to the side and just navigating through it. So without further ado, we'll let her introduce herself and yeah, go ahead and tell us your name and a little bit about what you dedicate yourself to in this life. We'll start there. Great. Um, so my name is Sarah Wilson um, and so my name and what I dedicate to my in my life. Um, so overall, um, well, with, with work, I guess I say like in HR, um, but beyond that, um, I also dedicate like, a lot of my time to, like, to biking, but also something uh, that's very important for me um, is creating like, genuine connections and relationships with people. Um, I think that's the most important part of life. Like, like that's something that I try and incorporate in my life um, and make a big focus for, for what I do. I love it. Yes, absolutely. And tell us where you are coming from right now. And also share with us, what's your favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Well, good question. So I am based in Mexico City. For favorite place I've ever traveled to, um, I think I would actually just say Ecuador is my favorite place I've ever traveled to. Um, it was basically my study abroad in college. And that's kind of where I spread my wings and fell in love with Latin America. That is so beautiful. How long were you in Ecuador for? About a month and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's so fun. I love that people have the chance to travel abroad and allow themselves to learn new cultures. I feel like that is always everyone's favorite part of college. When I talk to people who have traveled and done traveling abroad, it's just, it's a huge perspective shift, which is so beautiful. So I want to, I was going to ask you a question of what is the scariest thing that you would say you've ever done? And if that correlates to the Mexico City thing, great. But if not, we will talk about that in a second. What is the scariest thing you've ever done? It can be serious. It can be silly. It can be whatever you want. I, I think, yeah, definitely big life thing. Scariest thing would be the, the move to Mexico City. Um, and also... On like a slightly later, I was like with with mountain biking. So I recently got into mountain biking, and so many of those rides have had some of the scariest moments, um, but also some of the most rewarding, exciting after after that moment. Yeah. So tell us. Okay. So tell us about that journey to Mexico City. Tell us what was going through your brain with with choosing to go there and with choosing the life that you were going to start living there. Tell us where you were, where you were coming from and how it all came about and how you kind of pushed through the fears. Sure. So I decided to move here about 
four years ago. I've been living here for two and change now. Um, but probably about four or five years ago, I just felt pretty, pretty stale in my life. Um, and so I was just looking for a chance to, to grow, to, to have new challenges. Um, and so I came here on a, a trip of work um, and fell in love with the city. And it kind of seemed like the right time, right place um, for, for me to move to a different country. Um, so that's always on my radar to, to move outside of the States um, to improve my Spanish. And like I said, I fell in love with Latin America. Um, it was open to wherever. So um, I decided to, to make the leap there. Um, and in terms of, of pushing through through fears there, um, so it's definitely a, a big decision to make and very scary to, to think of, of making that move. Um, but at the point too is I started to know people here in Mexico. So that was my big support in helping me um, make the decision, helping me with all the transition of everything. Um, so I just kind of leaned on, on some of that there. Um, and even though it was scared, like this is this is the time to do it. I'm ready for, for a new challenge. So let's let's move forward and give it a shot. I mean, what were you kind of thinking? Like, were you even scared or were you just like, I'm just excited? And then did fear set in maybe like getting there or what was that journey? Because I mean, some people, I talked to someone yesterday that just is, said, no, when I make a decision, I just say, you know, balls to the walls kind of thing. And I'm doing it and we are rocking it and I'm just going to be excited. But then after the fact is when certain little fears set in. So what you have was that journey? Yeah, I, th I think that's probably more of my route as well. Um, because I was, I was excited for this is something I was, I was looking forward to. Um, and that the, the, the fear or nerves of, of the actual move here wasn't wasn't very much a thing for me. It was more when I when I got here and like reality set in like this is very different than what I what I've experienced before. It's a very different city, culture, country, language. Um and so it's definitely more of when I got here that we got a little scared. I think it's more of like the language and culture shifts. So I thought that I was I was ready. Like I felt that I was um was confident like my Spanish skills, like I traveled a lot of American countries before, like like this will be easy breezy. Um, and then I got here and it was much more challenging than, than I expected. Um, so I remember feeling overwhelmed when I first got here between like speaking with people, being in groups, meeting people. Um, it was much more, it was a bigger challenge than I expected. Um, so I think that yeah, the fear of, yeah, it was a fear of being able to, to like to fit in and like find my place here it was something that um, that definitely fit in once once I moved moved here to Mexico City. Yeah, I think that's a that's the biggest thing that keeps people away is is that fear of not finding a space in that new country and and it's a shame because I think just having seen your experience there is so much to be learned like so much to be learned so much of yourself to be found in trying to find different communities in trying to adapt and learn how you can really mold any into anything right so that's really beautiful and friends if you are at all on on the precipice or on the edge of wanting to make a move that's big I think if you have calculated your 
your like finances and whatever whatever you need for stability after you've done that and made yourself feel safe about it then it's just like go go don't worry about the people don't worry about that part of it but just go and explore so sarah tell us what what you've gained from from making this big move since I, i've gained much more of a confidence in myself and in my abilities and my strength and resilience um because when i moved here um i was dating someone at the time and he had told me like this is you're gonna run into things it's gonna be harder than you expect like be prepared and i was like no i'm gonna be fine no worries and then I got here and so many unexpected things happened. Um, lots of challenges within my first six to nine months here, um, including I moved here August of 2019 and March 2020 is when pandemic hit. So to be in pandemic alone, different country, different culture, different language uh, was definitely, it, it was it was interesting. Um, and so, so during all those challenges that, that came up in the, those first nine months, it taught me that I'm much more resilient than I thought, much more adaptable than than I expected. Um, it allowed me to, to spread my wings and kind of find um, find a way for myself. Um, just realizing that, like when the situation is presented, that they always find a way, um, no matter what. Um, so between, yeah, so in that time, yeah, well, changing apartments three times. I ended a relationship, lost my job. It was a lot, a lot that came up and it taught me that I, I can roll with the punches and I can, I can find a way. Um, and then I was just able to, to push myself to, to new limits um, and find find new interests and find find friends on my own. Um, so I just think I'm much more capable and I'm much stronger than I, than I ever thought I was. That is why why we have to push through those those fears and those really tough moments because just hearing you say it and just knowing you as a human being you know and you have this confidence that you will be okay that you have gone through so many different situations unexpected things that you have built this newfound confidence that would not have been found in a place of complacency of just saying, oh yeah, I I have a good job here in the States, X, Y, Z. I'm just going to stay and yeah, life will be an adventure. I can travel. But no, this is, this is going hard. This is saying we're going to expedite this growth process. And, and like you said, there's different, you, I mean, everything you started in August before a pandemic and then the pandemic hits and then the job loss and the relationship change and then the apartment change like and without any family there's no family there to hold you up either right or any established long-term friendships that you can just run over to people's houses you had to create all of that new for yourself and that is super tricky so tell us at any moment in this journey, what fear maybe came up while you were going through a transition? Overall, I don't think I had too much fear. Um, I mean, like, for example, when all of that happened, when I lost my job, the pandemic, there were most people that asked me, like, hey, do you, are you thinking of moving back home now, like, after all this? And honestly, it, it never crossed my mind at all. I was like, no, I'm going to stay here. Like, I came here with, with the mission of, of living in a new country. Like, all these changes aren't going to affect are going to affect my decision with that. Um, but for some fears, 
I think, again, like finding like friends, like it's a pandemic and how am I going to meet people? Like everybody's staying inside. There's no like group gatherings. Um, and then losing my job. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Like, I'm not sure what my interests are. Like, how am I going to find a job? Like someone that can sign my visa and I can stay here, here legally. Um, like, am I going to find a way? Because that was, that was a major thing for me. Like that was before I moved here. Like that was one of my biggest concerns. Like how am I going to get a job? Like how am I going to stay here legally? And then I lost that about two, three months before my visa expired in the middle of the pandemic. People, like, people are laying off, people are not hiring, let alone the extra expense of, of the foreigner with a visa. So that was um, some, some major fears and concerns. There, I, like think, how, how. <laughs> yeah, I think that was probably, that's probably maybe one of the biggest fears because, because you had worked so hard to establish your life and like, oh my gosh, now I have to worry about the legal aspect. And obviously I have experience in this, but you had to worry about that legal aspect of, okay, all this crazy stuff is happening and changing, but I'm here for it. And I'm not necessarily afraid of it. I'm taking it heads on, head on, but then maybe, yeah, that is the, the fear of, and now what, how, how, or how will this work? And I don't know the legal system, like, like the back of my hand, right? So how did you allow yourself to be calm and to enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride along the way of of waiting for the visa stuff to get figured out? I, I feel like I, in the back mind, I've always had like the mindset like things things will work out. Like I will I will find a way. Um, and so I'm good at like, like taking up adventures. Like if something comes my way, like I I just go with it. Um, I don't have much hesitations. Um, of, of trying trying new things. So something with with visa situation. Yeah, that, that one took a long time because I I didn't get assistance to my visa until February of the, of this year. So I had a good nine months or so without it. Um, so because for me at first, after all of those changes, I decided like, you know I'm gonna take some time. I'm gonna chill. Like I don't need to, to rush into anything. Um, I need to take care of myself. Like make sure I'm in a good place. Um, so I took the first couple of, couple of months after to moving out and losing my job, um, just to, to really focus on myself. So between um, like my mental well-being, like my physical well-being, like I spent lots of time exercising. Like during that time, also. Um, one of my good friends from, from high school started teaching online pranayama yoga classes, and that's pure mindfulness, pure breathing. And so between like those tools, it's what I really used to, to take care of myself and make sure that I was, I was in a good spot. Um, so I focus on those things first, um, and then let the rest of the things fall into place. So, um, so I'm not, I'm not sure if I answered the question around the, the visa things, but like that's that was like my first steps after all those changes of like I I need to take a step back. I need to, to chill. Um, yeah. Like I don't need to rush into anything right now. Um, and then I'll figure it out from there. Like I, I know I found a way to get myself here. I can find a way to to, to keep myself. Yes, that's really really insightful. I think that's something that people forget a lot of the time is that when something difficult comes up on their journey they've done more difficult things to get to that space that they're already in and they've already conquered so many things that they do totally have it within them to keep to keep meeting those challenges head on and saying it's going to be fine because look at look at the history 
Look at the facts, right? Look at everything that I've already accomplished. Yeah, that's really important to, to remember in those challenging times, especially something that is out of your hands. So I kind of want to talk about that. You said that you just naturally are pretty, pretty confident, right? In the sense that things are going to work out. So where did that start? Did that start in childhood? Did you grow up in a, in a household in which people said that a lot of times or where you saw that a lot of times? Tell us where that kind of came from. I don't think so. Cause I would say growing up, like growing up with the parents, like definitely a little more, more worrisome and very more like cautious. Um, so I don't think that it necessarily came there. But I was actually came in college because once I moved out to, to school in Chicago, um, that's when I was fully independent. My my parents supported me like for my first year of college, but after that I was completely on my own. So between like with paying for for school um, and taking out student loans and paying for my apartment, like I became 100% independent at 19 years old, basically. Um, so at that point is when I I learned to to, to figure things out. Like I. My first, yeah, my first year of college, like it took six months to get settled in. And then second semester, I started working and kept like finding jobs like to support myself. Um, and things just always kind of worked out between like, especially like finances, something I was always worried about. But since things always seemed to align so I could, so I could live, so I could um, enjoy life, so I could travel. Um, things always had a way of working out. And I've just always found a way to, to make it through or support myself. Since, since that time. That is super important that, that just the idea of empowering yourself and, and in a sense, I don't know if it was, it was just your parents' choice to say, Hey, yeah, we help you for the first year and then you're done. Like that kind of push. Or if it was you, I don't, where, where, where did that kind of come from? Yeah. So it was from, from my parents between like not being able to, I went to private school in Chicago, so very expensive, so they financially weren't able to support me in that aspect. Um, and also, with my mom, she was in a similar situation, started supporting herself um, when she went to college, so she's going, like, hey, here's, like, here's a way to learn, like, you figure it out. Yeah, well, well, in that sense, then, that's really telling of, of seeing someone, at least, I think all of us have seen our parents go through hardships and hard moments and see them carry through and carry on. And in that sense, you had that kind of growing up, at least of seeing, oh, hey, here was a hard moment. And, and I, d I was able to see that they, they powered through, they moved on to the next thing, that things worked out in whatever way they were supposed to work out. A big part of that shaped you and that independence and that, that empowerment which is really, really something that a lot of people have to, if they didn't grow up in a household that was that, is something they have to work so hard to do. And, and that goes both ways, whether they're coming from maybe just a lower income, impoverished family, and, and it's, and it's a, a cyclical thing because that, that happens. And, and we, we see that within the racial system, right? And all of that, we just, it's these systems that have been in place that need to change in order for things to change, or whether it's someone who grew up with so much money and also doesn't know how to empower themselves because they just were given everything. So I think it's really beautiful to know where we came from so that we know how 
to maneuver it because it's going to be a different path for everybody. So everyone listening right now, just, just remember that you are on your own path, but always take a moment to look back and reflect on what you've grown up with and accepting it and saying, okay, that's what I know. Where do I, what do I want to know? What, where do I want to go? That's different and take action steps little by little because you can, and you can become empowered and make these choices that are going to expand you beyond your belief. Like that is so cool. Thank you, sir. That just <laughs> inspired all, all those thoughts. Would you say that as, cause something I talk about in my opening episode is just this idea of, of, of fitting in as we grow up wanting to fit in. So we start becoming afraid of showing our true self to the world. And, and I just want to know what your journey has been with that. Have you, because that's not a necessarily, I know, I know that's not necessarily a fear that we say, oh yeah, I'm afraid of this about myself. We don't say, oh yeah, I'm afraid that I'm Uh, I speak Spanish in this way and it's going to come off in this way. We don't just explicitly talk like that, right? But, But we act through the world and we try to fit in and we hide these things about ourselves. So I just want to know what your experience is there. So I think that, yeah, that's definitely something that was, I was present for, for a lot of my life and like so much like when I spoke in the first episode, like trying to break from that. And it was something that I feel like I'm still continuously working on of like Mm -hmm. getting back in touch with like my true self and embracing it and showing that. Um, I think that's something that I've done more in the last year of having time alone. Um, I've been able to exploring new things. Like, okay, this is a part of me maybe I didn't know or like it's, the new things bringing out the old things of who I am and it's like wow this is this is unique this is special about who I am um but definitely was like growing up I was like fitting in was very important to me um so I feel like I in like school especially like I would always find a way to want to fit in or like be friends with with everyone or just get along with everyone and be a little more complacent and not um not show as my true self uh, or be like, I like know who my true self was because I was always around um, different people. So that's something when I heard that in your episode too, that really struck a chord with me. Like this is something that a journey that I'm on right now too. Um, but that there's still still for me to, more for me to uncover um, of, of who I am and to be able to share that and be able to find and also find the ways to express that. I think that's gonna be where I'm at. Like I'm, I feel like I know better of who my authentic self is. And then to be able to express that freely without having the fear of, of the rejection, for lack of a better word, um, with different people Re- and like knowing. <laughs> rejection from society, rejection, yeah. Or like people that like I, yeah, that I care a lot about, that I, that are, I feel that are important to me. And if I feel that, oh, I express my true self or express like how I'm really feeling, express what I'm really thinking, having that fear of, of losing a friend, like losing a partner, is that something that, that was very present for me for the last couple of years of like, I, I held back, I'm, I'm trying to do things because of fear or I held on um, to certain things um, out of fear for, of lo- losing someone. So, and one thing that I've, I've tried to continue to tell myself is like, those who are meant to be in my life will, will love me for who I am um, through, through good or through bad in my authentic self. So just trying to remind that, like if they don't accept, embrace, love me for, for who I am, they're not, they're not meant to be in my life. Um, and that's a lot easier said than done. So yeah, just 
a whole cycle of, yeah, this is who I am and mm-hmm. not, not everybody's for me and that's okay. And I'm not for everybody. And I'm not for everybody. And I think that that gets so, so important as we get older because we're not necessarily in an institution of lots of people to be, make lots of friends and to always feel like we're surrounded by a, a community. We have to really start understanding who our community is from afar and and the work that we've done on ourselves and that I know you're continuing to do about with yourself with finding really who your authentic self is is so incredibly important it's so needed and and it feels isolating at times it feels super isolating because it is that that fear that that moment of feeling scared of saying like, oh my gosh, yeah, what if they don't accept me? Like, oh, I'm so excited about what I'm learning about myself right now. I'm so excited. This is this is true. This is true. Like, this is who I am. And then, like you said, the expression part of it. Oh gosh, now I have to, I have to show this. I have to communicate it. Will they understand? Will they, what will they say? But I think it's beautiful that you came to this space and just this, that mantra of whoever's for me, will be in my life. Whoever's for me, loves me, and will accept me for exactly the person I am at every season of my life. And one thing that I've realized and experienced too, as I've started to share these things, experiences, feelings, whatever, more often than not, people align with that. Like people are like, wow, this is something I felt, something I, I've experienced. Like it's much, with something we have much more in common um, all of these feelings and thoughts than, than I, than I would have expected. So mm. I think that's, it was that fear of sharing it, of whatever's going on, but more likely to have it in common or connect with someone on that and not. I completely agreed. We have this fear. I think a lot of people do. I am an open book and I will tell anyone anything, <laughs> but, but simply because well, I'm not going to say why, but we'll talk about that later. That's like a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. But I think a lot of people have that fear of vulnerability because they feel like they're alone in those thoughts or they feel like such an outcast with those thoughts. And just like you said, the more that people share, there are 7 billion people on this world. It is insane to think that you would be the only one with those thoughts or living that kind of lifestyle or living XYZ type of way. So many people grow up in similar situations that you grew up with and and maybe will have that development and have the need for what you need too. But again, because we have had this fear of opening up because that's not mainstream, that's not what everyone's talking about all the time, it stops us from doing that and it stops so many people from connecting because that's where we connect on on the coming home to our truth our authentic self and then sharing that out not sharing like not just simply sharing the oh yeah I like beanies I like I don't know I'm just looking at myself with this beanie you know or like oh yeah Taylor Swift's music so cool you know just it's so much more, there's so much more than that. That's why I always say like depth, deep, deep, deep conversations about who someone really is, is always my go-to. So yeah, 
Wow. And I think more people want to talk about those things than they're they're willing to to admit or like it just yeah somebody has to open that door for having that conversation. But yeah, whenever somebody... those conversations come up with people, they're like yes, like I like I haven't talked to anybody else. Like I'm dying to to share these things or like you know I mean like not being alone in that aspect. Yes, yes. So so friends, oh yes, a moment of take this away from this episode. Open that door. Open that door for somebody. You have the ability to walk into a conversation, walk into a room and allow someone else to to be their fullest expression of themselves. You are able, you are capable of doing that. And can you imagine if someone did that for you, right? It's it's a back and forth. So as you go on your day today, everybody, just make sure that you are cognizant of that power that you hold to open that door, to show people your true self and to allow them to be, to be really connected with their own self. And then it's just more connection in this world. <laughs> yeah, That's all I want. Like, so I can remember, yeah, I can remember like I have the same people in my life who like, I think opened that door, like where I've had those conversations and like I, that's something that I, after having feeling that comfort, feeling that, like understanding that connection, like I wanted to be able to provide that for others as well. I think that's something that's super important for me as as I go on with life, to be able to, to be that person for someone else. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's a ripple effect. Someone does it, and then boom, 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 boom. We see everything just coming out, coming out. It's fun because with all of my, yeah, I just love, with all of my friendships, I, I know everyone's secrets, I know everyone's deep, dark wants and needs, but it's what makes us so human, and it really is what makes us so, both individual and both so common at the same time. It's that weird dichotomy. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Okay. So last question, just about your experience with fear. What has been a time that you think, that you think fear had stopped you from maybe doing something or maybe, and maybe this isn't the case for you, which is totally fine, but I don't know, just any moment where you think back and you say, Ooh, I could have gone a little bit further with this XYZ or I don't know. That's a good question. Um, like, well, for, for the longest time, like it, the, the fear of moving outside of the country too, of which like financial things, like that was something that held me back for, for the longest time. I'm like, how am I going to figure out how to live here, how to live in a different country? Finances, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because actually, yeah, that was the last year of college. Like that's when I was thinking of moving somewhere else. I was thinking of whether doing um, like a Teach for America or uh, teaching English abroad. Like that, that was when I started thinking of living in a different country. And I didn't do it because I was I was scared of finances. So that the last six months of my senior year of college is when I was like, okay, I was going to look into it, looking for different options. But I got I got scared between finances and I needed student loans to be coming up. And if I was in a different country, the currency may not allow me to start paying those. Um, so I think, yeah, that, that held me back at that time from, from making the move was, mm-hmm. was then. So um, something that's been, yeah. this move has been building inside of me for 
what probably 2014 I graduated. So yeah, it was like five years of this of it building up, and that held me back for for all those years. And I was like, nope, like time time to move past this. Um, time to move past it. Exactly. That is really that's I think super honest to to look back and and really full circle to look back and say, wow, yeah, it did stop me. I at that moment, and then also understand that. Okay, it stopped me and yet here I am. Like, look at that. Look at all those facts is what I keep saying. Like, you did, you were able to manage, you managed to get through that moment. And and finances are, are tricky. And I talked about that with um, someone else on our last episode. And he was just really reminding us that we need to be able to, well, one, not fear, not fear looking at our finances. Because I think... A lot of people have an innate fear of just sitting down and looking at where they're at and accepting things. And once we're able to, once we're able to sit down and do that and also, you know, work our money mindset, because that's a whole, that's a whole shift that needs to happen and get out of our lack mindset and our scarcity mindset we're able to open so many new doors and opportunities. And every time, right, we, the quote, my favorite quote is, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And oftentimes our fears are, the extreme of our fears is not, it's like, well, it's like a 1% or 2% chance of happening. Like something so small, yet we fixate so much time and energy into it. And... And we have to remember that. We have to remember these facts of, yeah, that's most likely not going to happen. I'm valid to feel this fear, but it's, let's look at the facts. Let's go back. <laughs> so, so yeah, that it makes sense, but look at you now and, and able to, able to make it and also thrive and also feel in a space of, yeah, I can, I, I did it and I can continue to do it and be financially, financially good that's a good space to be in. And there's still things, I'm sure. I mean, with with everything, as always, it's always an evolving an evolving process and but that's that's just a reminder friends that maybe fear stopped you once and that's okay, but you get to choose again. Yeah, even though we always always circle back, try again and work through it. And- some opportunities will, will, will still be there just because you didn't pass the fear that first time doesn't mean that you can't pass it later on yeah yeah I think that's beautiful cool so last official question is what advice would you give someone who is thinking about making a big move and just is too scared to make the make the jump take the leap like, so you broke up a little bit there but like the advice for someone who's looking to make the, the big move to make a big move yeah, I think just, yeah, find the, the confidence in yourself. Like you, you, you can do it. Like you have more, more strength, more resilience, like more, you're more resourceful than you give yourself credit for. Um, and so just have, have faith in yourself. Um, like I, I promise you can do it. Like I, I can't guarantee it'll be easy, but you can do it and you'll just become stronger um, and, and wiser as a, as a result of it. And also you don't have to do it alone. That's something that I learned as well of, I, I didn't get here alone. Like I had a lot of people helping me along the way. I had to reach out to a lot of people before, during, and after. 
Um, so feel free to reach out to resources and for anybody who knows them in a similar situation or um, or not, just someone that um, to bounce ideas off, but you don't have to do the big move alone. Mm-hmm. I think that's super something that people forget is that it feels like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this alone. I'm going, I'm going by my, I'm going physically by myself, but no, you have, you've made everyone just remember all of the connections that you have made and remember that the people who love you and care for you and support you, they will continue to support you no matter where you're at, no matter where your physical body is at and you are able to lean on them. And that's something that I think people who have lived away from family really can understand that it's huge, that it's really, really, and it's really, really special to see the way that other people support you from afar. When you ask for it too, especially, that's a big part of it. Yeah, and if people want to help you, is that something that I was always nervous of to ask one of the people you know, don't want to help, but like, no, in reality, they, they want to support you. They want to see you succeed. So don't be afraid to, to ask for that, that help and support. Thank you so, so much for chatting about your experience and, and just, yeah, your experience with all of this and your growth and everything that has come your way and knowing that it's not easy, but you made it work and you made the jump and, and you will continue succeeding. And friends, as you go through your day, and your weeks and your years and your months and all the things, you will continue succeeding no matter what if you can look back and remember all of the truths about you. Not the made up stuff, not the stuff you make up in your head, but the truths about what you've been able to accomplish. Let that be your guiding light. Let that be something that really, really pushes you forward because because that's the truth. And I just want you to remember that. Sarah, thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you. Friends, we will catch you on the next month. We're going to switch topics over here. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to, we're going to end the year off strong and we're going to talk some, talk about some healing stuff next month. Okay. We're always healing through every episode. (laughs) Don't forget that. (laughs) But, but so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you later. Nos vemos.